Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. My name is Andy Johnson, and I'm here with my trusty companion, Dan Peisner. Dan, how's it going? Going well, Andy. Glad to have you here today. Uh, looks like uh, nothing too exciting happening in Dallas over there. Oh, I, nothing exciting weather-wise, uh, but the, the sales tax world is certainly hopping. Ah, yes. Well, sales tax world is always hopping, always something exciting to talk about. Dan, I thought for today's podcast, we would address something that I'm actually a little surprised that came up. But uh, I think just a few days ago, maybe yesterday, I was talking to a fellow CPA who uh, has a lot of contacts in the world of e-commerce sellers and uh, was looking to maybe uh, expand his practice a little bit by helping them out with their sales tax. And so uh, we were talking to him about that and how he really should do that. And he was doing his own due diligence to see if there really is an opportunity there. And then he went and uh, he told us yesterday after speaking to a number of pers prospective clients that are large Amazon sellers, that their response to him is, no, we don't really have any sales tax issues because uh, Amazon handles all of that for us. And so I was just trying to clarify with him, <clears throat> are you saying that, um, are, are, are they saying that Amazon collects tax for them? And uh, because yes, Amazon does do a good job of collecting sales tax, but are, it sounds to me like you're saying that they believe that Amazon not only collects the tax for them, but remits it to the states. And he said, yes, that's exactly what they believe. They do not believe that they have any sales tax uh, collection remittance. They may have a collection, but Amazon handles it all. So Dan, are, are you a little surprised that at this stage in the I don't know, evolution of Amazon and sales tax that we still have businesses that have that mindset? Well, um, I, I, unfortunately, we, we see that come up every now and again, uh, where uh, I'm, part of me thinks that at some point that, that Amazon really, that the people really did believe or, or Amazon uh, was collecting the tax, or maybe they changed, maybe they took title to the goods. I'm not sure, but a long, long time ago, it does seem, I've, I've heard enough people kind of mention it to make me suspicious, but nowadays it's pretty clear. Amazon makes it very clear in their, uh, well, at least in their uh, agreement and their literature, who's responsible for the sales tax. I, I think there there's some confusion because Amazon for many years uh, was kind of the bellwether of this whole uh, we don't have to collect sales tax movement. And really when you read the uh, the Everything Store book, which I found fascinating, uh, kind of the unofficial, unauthorized biography of, of Amazon basically, <clears throat> of, of Bezos and, and Amazon, that was one of their key reasons for locating in Washington. And they thought it was key to their business that they didn't have to charge sales tax. Um, however, uh, let's see, going back a few years now, I mean, Amazon gradually started collecting sales tax and then going back a few years, Amazon started collecting tax everywhere. And so, uh, but that's Amazon selling its own, right? It, it, Amazon itself selling goods. What has also simultaneously happened 
is that Amazon has figured, hey, we can make money uh, always. You know, we can sell our own goods and make a profit there, or we can even probably make more profit by having other people use our platform to sell. So when Amazon says they collect in all, all of the states, Amazon collects on its own sales. But whether or not they collect tax on behalf of third-party sellers, well, that's really up to third-party sellers. Generally speaking, yes. Um, uh, the third-party sellers are, are the states in most cases, and there's a, a, f a couple of key exceptions out there, but in most cases, third-party sellers, because Amazon doesn't ever take title to the property, they're considered to be the, the seller on record, and they're the ones that, that are, are considered to be a vendor, a dealer, a, each state's got their own terminology for it, but they're considered to be making a sale and are required to collect and remit the sales tax uh, for each of those sales. So one of the, uh, so that, that all sounds right. It sounds exactly how it should be, and you've said it well. Uh, but this uh, person I was talking to yesterday said, yeah, uh, I believe what you're saying, but how can I prove it to these sellers? What Can you share something with me uh, from Amazon where they say all these things? And I said, you know, this is interesting. This is such a basic question that I thought was well, should be, uh, you know, something you wouldn't have to prove uh, that, that I'll have to go look. And so it prompted me to write a, a blog post you know, because I did find some things that I could share. And so uh, let me share my blog post with our viewers who are uh, either watching this recorded version of this video or live on Facebook. Um, if you're just listening to the show notes, I mean, to the show podcast, then in the show notes will be a link to this video and a link to this to this blog post as well. So the title of it, Dan, is that, so I'm speaking to CPAs and accountants, but it really also, uh, it's, it's, I'm speaking to e-commerce sellers as well. Uh, e-commerce sellers who use Amazon are still really confused about sales tax. And the problem is this, apparently many Amazon FBA sellers still have the false belief that Amazon will handle all of seller's sales tax for them, for them, and this is simply not true. So <clears throat> that's the problem. So I, I did go and search. I, I logged into my own seller's account, which I don't use, but I need it to, to see some of these things from Amazon. Um, and I so I can't link to these uh, places. You would have to log into your own uh, seller central account to see it, but you can just search in the help on the Amazon Seller Central uh, account and you will see this same thing. So you'll see this quote and, and I just want to go through this and see, see if we can just make sure that everybody understands. So everything in the italics here is something quoted directly from, from Amazon. So let's just dissect what this says so it's clear to everybody. So Amazon says it is the seller's responsibility to understand their sales tax calculation and remittance obligations. So those are two separate things. One is to how do you calculate how much tax to charge? You know, what's the right rate? What things are taxable? And then once tax is charged, 
uh, to the customer and the customer pays it, then you've got to send it into the state. That's what remittance means. Uh, so they say you've got to understand that. You've got to also understand uh, what it means to get registered or get a sales tax license with each state, uh, how to set up your tax calculation settings, and remitting any tax calculated on your orders. So these are all Amazon is saying that's the seller's responsibility. <clears throat> and it throws in this little uh, kind of a, a wrench in it that we're going to talk about here in a minute uh, about these marketplace tax collectors laws. So I want to skip that for right now. But it says uh, for orders where tax is not automatically collected by Amazon, the sales tax obligation remains your responsibility. All right, Dan, any comments about that before we move on? I agree 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very basic. It does have, you know, uh, sales tax terminology necessarily, and so that can be a little confusing. Um, somebody that reads for orders where tax is not automatically collected by Amazon, then it's your responsibility, and they could just say exactly what I was saying. This is all uh, automatically collected by Amazon. So let's move on. So we haven't definitively proven anything yet, right? So I'm just sharing now that from this screenshot uh, that I'm getting this right from Amazon's website. And they have a Amazon sales tax methodology document uh, that you can uh, review. Here's a screenshot of the table of contents. But here is a quote, of the relevant uh, quote from this document. And it talks about what their services are, and, and we do all of these calculations and functions. So we do sales tax rates, we do uh, uh, tax area ID, we do uh, sales and use tax jurisdiction determination, meaning uh, we'll tell you what state uh, tax should be collected. Uh, we'll talk about these product codes so that the right products are being taxed in the right states. You can even set a custom rate for each state. Uh, you can uh, specify tax calculation obligations for state, county, city, district. Uh, you can do all of those things. We have pre-populated product tax codes. For example, if you sell clothing or books or food, computers, etc., because each of those uh, types of products have special taxing rules in different states. These are all things that uh, Amazon can do for you, uh, and they use Vertex to do that. Uh, now, you have to have a certain level, I think it's called the Pro uh, Amazon Seller Central, uh, Amazon Seller Account, to opt in to their tax calculation service. And for those sellers who do that, then the Amazon produces what they call the sales tax report, right? This is the key thing. And I try to make it highlighted, bolded italicize, et cetera. Uh, so for those sellers who say, yes, I want to use Amazon. Wow, that's great. You can do all that tax calculation. Fantastic. I hereby opt into that. And so I'm now one of these sellers that uses Amazon's tax calculation services. And so now I need to consult my sales tax report. And what is in that sales tax report? Well, uh, it includes the tax calculation and why for sellers to use that in reporting and remitting their taxes 
to the appropriate taxing authorities. Now, and in your mind, have I now completely proven that Amazon uh, may collect a tax for you or calculate the tax for you, but when it comes to reporting that tax, in other words, putting it on a form and then remitting that money to the jurisdiction, that is totally on the seller's shoulders. I think so. You see any way that someone could say, yeah, but. The only way I could see, the only yeah, but I could see would be with, with our, the new phenomenon, the marketplace facilitator. Okay. So that leads us into uh, this mark, this kind of this wrench, this, it gets confusing because uh, there is a complicating factor. So we need to first resolve or settle in our mind that uh, it's the seller's responsibility. Amazon does collect tax everywhere on their own sales, but the seller themselves have to opt into this tax collection service, and then they designate what state's tax is going to be collected in. However, there are certain states that have passed what we call marketplace facilitator laws, which force Amazon and others to collect and remit tax on behalf of sellers. It's, it's not optional. You don't have to opt into anything. Amazon uh, is just required in certain states, and that list of states appears to be growing, uh, where they just have to collect tax. You just don't have an option. You can't even not collect the tax. They will collect it and remit it for you. They don't send that money to you. They send that money directly to the state. Uh, so... Many sellers, if you talk to them, they believe this is the appropriate thing. Amazon should be doing this in every state. Uh, and you might say, well, there's some merit to that argument. However, uh, Amazon doesn't do this everywhere, and not uh, all states even agree that Amazon should. So in a theoretical world, we might all argue that, hey, Amazon by all, by all means, should be doing this for all their sellers. But Amazon might be reticent to do so because they're exposing themselves to a lot more exposure. Uh, and typically, they wait for a state to pass a law and force them to do it. Um, and even in states that have forced Amazon to do it, I'm thinking about Washington, Dan, uh, it hasn't made things easier for sellers. And what I say here, I totally believe uh, that from a bottom line perspective, uh, states really do not care. Maybe do not care is not the right word. Uh, so I said they're not bothered by the idea that an out-of-state seller who can't vote them out of office is struggling to comply with their state laws. They don't care if it's difficult for you. I hate to say it, but that's just, they just want more money. And however they can get it, if they can get Amazon to collect it and then they get you to pay it also, hey, fine. Uh, the, the Supreme Court has given them that authority, that ability. Dan, what comments do you have about my rant there? Oh, um, honestly, up, in, up until recently, I, I kept the faith that the states, the, the states at least did. Even they, they did what they had to do, but they did have some care about that. 
that they they really did uh, want to, you know, that, that they they would work with you as needed. Uh, New York and their recent activities that we uh, we spoke about, I believe, in a, a, a prior podcast with their going back and and out of the blue telling sellers that uh, they've they've suddenly got six months worth of nexus and not providing any clarity whatsoever. And, and in fact, in some cases refusing to provide clarity, I've kind of changed my mind on that. They, they really don't care if they put sellers in a bad position, unfortunately. So what we need to do now is, so hopefully we have shown uh, convincingly that if you sell in using Amazon, the burden is on you to make sure you're collecting the tax right and getting it reported right and getting it remitted, right? Your one saving grace is for the states that uh, force Amazon to, to do that tax collection for you and remittance, these marketplace facilitator states. So the whole idea of a marketplace facilitator state or facilitator law is states say, hey, you're, you're in effect making the sales and you ought to collect the tax. So uh, that's what these marketplace facilitator states are, and what you need to know about that is for those states that have passed these marketplace facilitator laws, that Amazon will handle your tax, sales taxes, in those states. Um, The question that comes up, Dan, is, all right, for the states that have implemented this marketplace facilitator approach, do I even need to register in those states or do I need to stay registered? Can I deregister? Dan, what do you say about that? I say, as with most things in taxation, it depends. Uh, there are some states that have come back and said, if, if all of your sales are through facilitators, then you do not need to register. There are some that say that you, you do need to register, but you can request to be put on either an annual filing frequency or what they or a non-filer where you don't actually you're registered but you never file a return and then there's there's some states that still want you to file the return uh, and then in, and as a an odd one-off there's Washington which will con- have you continue to file returns because even though the the sales tax is collected on that same report Washington imposes what's called the the B&O tax it's it's an excise tax on the seller, not on the buyer. It's not collected in a sense. It's kind of like an income tax. It's a cost of doing business. And it's reported on that, that same return. So you uh, to, to file the Washington return, you report your total retail sales in Washington. And then you, you take a credit against the sales tax that would be due for the tax that Amazon has already collected on your behalf, which will, will get you just paying the B&O. Yep. So in that sense, as we've mentioned before, uh, life did not get easier in Washington. It just got worse. And remember, Amazon, uh, to the extent that they agree that they're a facilitator and and their timing on that may not agree with other quote-unquote facilitators like Walmart or eBay. They may not agree that they're facilitators. And so if you sell through some of these other channels, you, you might, you know, you might not be collect, uh, be have the same type of, of timing with them. So really, as in everything, seems like the government gets involved, either the IRS from the federal side or uh, when the Supreme Court stirs it up or Congress gets involved or state governments get involved uh, or any party. Uh, the more people involved, 
uh, then it gets more complicated, not less complicated. So that's why it's important uh, for Amazon sellers, and we're focused here on Amazon, but there's other facilitators, Walmart, eBay, uh, Etsy, those type of sellers uh, or platforms uh, that, that you have to focus on. But this is all about Amazon. Amazon by far is the largest, so this is the most important. But I just wanted to, to share the most current list, and this is in the, in the blog, uh, so you, know, you can get it there. But this is from Amazon's website. This is what they're saying, uh, that uh, they're recognizing that they have an obligation as of these dates in these following states. So we have, uh, in reverse order, uh, most recent to, well, maybe not. Uh, it looks like it's actually alphabetical order, but it, it tends to be uh, close to also in order. So uh, we have Alabama, Connecticut, Iowa, Minnesota, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Washington. So if you're in bottom line, okay, uh, the answer to the question is uh, I have an Amazon seller who sells uh, a lot of goods on Amazon, and they say, I don't have to worry about sales tax. My answer would be, if their, all their customers are in one of these states, Amazon, uh, Alabama, Connecticut, Iowa, Minnesota, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, or Washington, if they don't sell the people in California or Texas or Ohio or Florida, usually those are your top five big states, uh, then, then they're fine. <laughs> If all they sell to is people in Washington or Alabama, et cetera, on this list, okay. And all they sell is through Amazon. That's it. They don't sell to their own website or any other provider. Then I guess I could agree with them that they don't have to worry about sales tax. Dan, what did I say that was wrong there or that you need to correct? Oh, nothing. Um, I just, there was, uh, when you, you mentioned that there was a, uh, the, we were talking about confusion. There's one other thing that that's kind of come up in sales and you in confusion re, re, on along these lines that I, I was going to address when you got done. Okay. Address away. That state is California. Um, one of the things that we've had pop up a lot and is, uh, California is the single, uh, at this point they've surpassed Washington in my mind is the single most aggressive state on, e-commerce sellers. They're the ones that that did go in and, and subpoena all of Amazon's records, and they've been actively pursuing anybody that's been using fulfillment by Amazon for to get them registered and to pay back taxes. Uh, we, we do know that there are groups out there that are pushing back on this. The recently elected uh, controller of California, Fiona Ma, is a very large proponent of that Amazon needs to collect and, and remit and, and she's dealing with, with them. And there's, there's a number of other groups out there that are possibly even trying to file suit to this extent. Uh, and, and uh, we've had a number of sellers say, well, can I just ignore the letters and, or can I just, rather than trying to get ahead of the California obligation, can I just wait and, and that there would be some, this thinking that there may be some grand deal struck with California where all these sellers are going to get out of, out of the tax. And uh, we just wanted to clarify that while, while there is no crystal ball out there and we can't predict, certainly nobody can predict what the California legislature is going to do. 
in my discussions with the, the Department of Tax and Fee Administration, the ones who are tasked with collecting and administering the tax, they have no intention of stopping what they're doing. They are, their current orders are full steam ahead. They are every in the, where the states have in the past done market, gone over to a marketplace facilitator model where the tax is collected and remitted by Amazon henceforth. Past liability did not go away in any shape or form. Uh, Washington is a very large monument to this. California, uh, it is, even if they somehow do pass a facilitator law, then that we believe that there would still be, they would still be going after people for past liability. And so we, we, we recommend to our clients pay. These letters are, are you, something you have to pay attention to. There's not going to be some grand deal struck at the, the 11th hour where nobody ends up paying any tax, or at least it would be, if one was struck, it would be outside of, of our combined experiences in dealing with state and local taxes. It would be truly unprecedented. Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm aware that uh, we've had a number of clients uh, being audited by California. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a scary time right now for e-commerce sellers. I noticed that there are, I think, six retailers suing Massachusetts. And about this time last year is when we were talking about Massachusetts uh, had uh, sued Amazon and gotten uh, information about businesses doing uh, making sales through Amazon in Massachusetts. And I guess they have assessed a number of large retailers, and those retailers have gotten together and are suing Massachusetts. So where that leaves most e-commerce sellers is like, you know, we don't we don't have the firepower to to file these lawsuits. Yeah, what do we do? You know, so always we advise people in trying to think what you should do in the future is to be conservative. You should, if you have a potential of having nexus, I'm sorry about that. I really am. I'm sorry for your business, uh, but we just have to deal with the realities as they are, and you're better off just. Uh, registering typically and collecting sales tax where there is a potential issue that we really do need to uh, uh, be involved I think or somebody like us is when you have tax that you should have collected perhaps in the past sales in the past where you might have had nexus are a real potential problem that you don't want to just get registered without considering what should we do about those sales in the past and that's really where Dan is a, a major help to so many of our clients because he can help analyze what it's usually not as bad as you think. Uh, sometimes it's worse than you think, but a lot of times it's not as bad as you think. And it pays to, to get somebody like Dan involved who knows this. Obviously you can see, I just, we don't rehearse these things. I just pepper Dan with questions and off the top, he can answer all these questions. So uh, this is something Dan's involved in every day, constantly, it can really help you if you're in a situation or you have a client that's in a situation where they've collected or should maybe should have collected tax in the past and have not. And I hope that, that we have helped you uh, e-commerce businesses, or if you have clients for e-commerce businesses, at least address this really basic concern that no, Amazon does not collect tax for you everywhere you have sales and many states don't even want that approach. So with that, Dan, uh, thank you very much for being with us today. I really appreciate your input, 
And we look forward to our next week's podcast. Dan, see you next week. Thank you, Andy.